Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, one and all, to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show. I am your host, Robert Rogers. I welcome one and all, whether you are listening from London, England, Tokyo, Japan, Melbourne, Australia, or Baton Rouge, Louisiana, all are welcome, and all of you I know are listening from countries across the globe. This month, November 2012, happens to be Caregivers Month. Caregivers are clearly one of the most elected participants in the journey to recovery of any individual who currently experiences a chronic illness. Our focus, of course, at Parkinson's Recovery happens to be on individuals who are currently diagnosed with the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. I have a couple of guests today on the show who are experts on caregiving, one who is a receiver and the other who is a giver. Before I introduce John and Bernadette Bowman, I first want to play a couple of very brief audio clips of individuals who will be presenting at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe, New Mexico, February 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. At, again, this is the annual 2013 Parkinson's Recovery Summit. Last year, we were in Cincinnati. The year before, we were in Vancouver. We are going to the Southwest in 2013. Now, we're going to have 18 different individuals who are remarkable all in their own way. But two individuals in particular have wonderful contributions to make for individuals who happen to be family members, friends, and caregivers of individuals who currently experience Parkinson's symptoms. The first individual is Dr. Suzanne Jonas. Dr. Jonas is remarkable in many, many different ways. I've now known her for five long, wonderful, spectacular years. She has created a number of CDs that basically are music medicine. In other words, they provide medicine not through the mouth but through the ear. They uh, come in many different forms and they are directed toward address many, many different chronic conditions, some of them fatigue, frustration, anxiety, and stress, all of which are ought to be familiar to anyone who has currently filled that caregiver role. Let me first now play that short clip from Dr. Jonas, who will be talking about her workshop at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, in addition to the individual offerings that she will also make available to individuals who come. My workshop is entitled Connecting with Your Inner Healer. And what I would like to do now is remind you of how powerful you are. So for just one minute, play along with me and close your eyes. Now, take a deep, slow breath and drop your shoulders and loosen your jaw. And imagine that you are in your very favorite place in nature. You might have been there, or it's someplace you would like to go. But just imagine that you're there, and just allow yourself to go there. Notice the sky, the plants, the colors. 
colors and the temperature. Feel the peace that you gather from being there. And know, too, that your entire physiology has just changed. Einstein said, I am no different from all of you. I just think in pictures 90% of the time. And the Institute of Noetic Sciences has collected thousands of documented cases of people who not only use their powers of focus, intent, and imagery to decrease their physical and emotional symptoms, but to completely reverse their disease. But there are a few tricks to the process. You will not only learn these in my play shop, but realize that the process is fun, painless, and portable. We will also touch upon quantum physics, just so you can understand what the universe of thought and energy is all about, because it works totally differently than that of physical matter. Remember, you can be your own alchemist, the one who can transform yourself. So I look forward to meeting each and every one of you on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. What services will you be offering at the summit, Suzanne? Well, in the vendor area, we will have our complete line of musical medicine CDs, and these are specially formulated for a variety of different issues. Yes, there are two there for Parkinson's, one of which has been used in a study by Rush University in Chicago and found to be effective, so they will be available. Hopefully, we will also have one of the next neural loungers so that you will be able to experience sound through your entire body through the venue of vibroacoustics. I will also have some vibroacoustic equipment so that you could make an appointment with me and have a fabulous session of doing specific guided imagery for you while lying on the vibroacoustic system. How can people get in touch with you in advance of the Santa Fe Summit? Two ways. Certainly you can visit my website, www.innerharmonyhealthcenter.com by email, which is soundladyjonas at gmail.com, and by phone. I love talking with people. 865-980-0137, and that's in Tennessee, where we are on Eastern Time. Suzanne Jonas, I so look forward to connecting with you in February in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Thank you, Robert. I'm Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. I had a conversation with a woman who signed up to attend the summit in Santa Fe in February. And she said, yes, my husband's coming, but he's not interested in attending any of the workshops. I said, oh, really, why not? She said, oh, he just is not interested. I want everybody to know who's listening to the show today that the workshops and all of the treatments that are available from individual practitioners are just as much 
for individuals who are family members, spouses, as well as caregivers, as they are for persons who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. Some some individuals, some family members, some spouses are probably thinking, okay, well, I can go and take care of my loved one. That's going to be my job. Let me stop you and say, no, that's not really what this is about. The modest Tuition that has to be paid to attend that four-day event is only $200, but it's $200 per individual. And that's basically a message to those of you who happen to not currently experience Parkinson's symptoms but are thinking about attending. Some people actually come and they don't have any neurological symptoms. They just want to take advantage of the incredible information and the healing opportunities. So if you're a person who's accompanying a loved one who happens to currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's, get serious about thinking about which workshops you want to be sure to catch and which practitioners you want to make sure to connect up with and have individual treatments or sessions with. Many practitioners are going to be totally full before the summit begins. If you're listening to the show today, we're still about four months out, so there's probably enough time to make appointments with some of the incredible individuals who will be attending, presenting, and providing support at the Parkinson's. Recovery Summit. A second amazing individual I want to make sure that you are aware will be at the summit is physical therapist Kevin Lockett. Kevin is from Hawaii. He'll be at the summit for the entire time, providing individual sessions as well as an incredible workshop. He probably ranks number one on the list of all therapists in all countries as a person who's focused on what it takes to help individuals with the neurological symptoms associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. His work is remarkable. He's done DVDs, and more importantly, Kevin has a book which he has specifically written for caregivers. Again, I remind all of you who have just joined us, this is Caregivers Month. November is dedicated to those of you who happen to be dedicating your lives to helping a loved one recover from the neurological symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Here's a short clip from physical therapist Kevin Lockett, who will be offering one of the 20 workshops at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe. Kevin, tell us all about your Santa Fe workshop. Uh, well, aloha. I'm excited. Uh, um, I'm a physical therapist with uh, specialty in Parkinson's and been a neurological therapist for 23 years. And So uh, the, the workshop that I'll be providing is called Movement Strategies and Applying Movement and Exercise to uh, Parkinson's Research in Everyday Life. So the session will be, um, we're going to present some research, but it's going to be more um, uh, interactive, including demonstration and, and, and participation from, from the attendees. Uh, the, the goal is to uh, leave the participants with, uh, with an improved ability to stave off the motor symptoms, especially during the times of uh, when the medication, when they're on off times, and, and in general, give them strategies for overall uh, mobility and to reduce falls, which is, which is a very big issue with uh, progressed Parkinson's. Kevin, we've known each other for about five years. I look forward to finally meeting you in person in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, likewise. I, I'm excited. I, I uh, looked on the uh, who you have coming for the summit. It's a very, very exciting uh, uh, group of uh, specialties that you brought together, so I plan on learning a lot as well. How can people get in touch with you? The best way to, to reach me at, uh, is, is email, because uh, I do live here in Hawaii, so there is a time difference for most people. 
Uh, and that is Kevin at Ohana Pacific Rehab.com. Uh, as well as we, we have a website, uh, which is OhanaPacificRehab.com as well. And we have a YouTube channel that has quite a bit of videos on uh, not only for Parkinson's, but caregiving. Um, and that is uh, the Ohana Pacific Rehab channel on YouTube. So uh, those are the various uh, ways to get some more information prior to the workshop. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to seeing everyone and, and uh uh, and sharing the, the things that I have. And we look forward to seeing you soon, Kevin. Aloha. Because the audience of this particular radio show is global and people are listening from countries across the world, I'm well aware that if you're listening, you may not be able to actually attend the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe, New Mexico, USA, although people are traveling from countries in Europe and Australia. There are many other countries that I know are a little bit far for you to travel for this remarkable four-day event. I encourage you to visit the summit website. You will see there a listing of the presenters of workshops, their contact information, their websites, a little bit story about what they do. The individuals who will be presenting have been guests on my radio show at one time or another over the past four years. They've talked about what they've done on the show. They've talked about how symptoms have been reversed by the types of treatments and strategies and therapies that they have pursued. So it's a wonderful resource, even if you're not planning on actually participating or attending the Parkinson's Recovery Summit February 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So visit the summit website. I think you'll find it's incredible. There are also audio clips of the various presenters, two of which I've actually played today, that address is available from the main website. A little link is handy from there, parkinsonsrecovery.com, or the more direct address is www.summit, S-U-M-M-I-T, dot parkinsonsrecovery.com. That's the actual address of the summit website where we describe all the workshops, when they'll be presented, all the presenters, all their contact information, and more importantly, their websites. So you can get links to a lot of the resources that are helping people reverse the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. My guests today are John and Bernadette Bowman. I actually met John Bowman several years ago when he was first a guest on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show. At that time, John was single. But as it turns out, just one and a half years ago, a miracle happened, and he connected up with the love of his life. Bernadette talks some about what it's been like over this last year and a half, and John will be talking about some of the remarkable transformation he has personally made in his own life. His recovery just in the last 18 months has, as you will soon hear in his report, remarkable. We'll first start with Bernadette Bowman. Bernadette Bowman, tell us all about yourself. Well, first of all, um, as I like to say, and I think John does too, we're just ordinary people um, living our lives day to day as helpfully as we can. Um, I consider myself a really important person in John's life, not only as his wife, um, but spiritually, um, nutritionally, and mentally, um, and also physically. So we, we really 
I really consider myself a caregiver in all areas of um, of of the of those uh, the mind, body, and the spirit. And I think that's what keeps it it's really special is that we don't just concentrate on just nutrition. We don't just concentrate on just the um, the exercise. We concentrate on really our spirituality and our mood and, and keeping each other positive. Mostly, I'm just an ordinary person that has a a lot of interest in nutrition and exercise and, and living a healthy life. John Bowman, now tell us all about yourself. Well, like Bernadette, I consider myself an ordinary person. Um, I, I don't consider myself a person with Parkinson's first and foremost. Um, I think of myself as so much more than that, with Parkinson's just being a kind of a interesting side note to, to who I am. I grew up in New York. I've lived in many cities while working. Um, I've lived in Houston, New Orleans, New Jersey, and now Louisville, Kentucky, with Bernadette. And um, I, I ended up going to co- co- Cornell Law School, um, became an, an attorney, which, which I don't practice anymore, and that has a lot to do with Parkinson's. Um, and I've become an inspirational speaker, on not just for people with Parkinson's, but people with need for success skills in, in organizations and companies as well. November happens to be National Caregivers Month. What does that mean to you, Bernadette? Well, I think it's a really important month to um, bring awareness to those people that are truly involved with taking care of needed the most. Um, Anyone can be a caregiver for one of their pets, um, you know, even an elderly parent or a brother or sister. So it's truly a special role that you take, and I don't think um, a lot of people get considered when they know that they almost are selfless and take themselves out of their daily lives in order to make sure that the person they're being taken care of is okay and um, has all the needs that they want. So I think it's a really special month, and I'm happy to be a part of it. And, John, what about you? What does it mean to you? Well, to me, it's, it's, it's long overdue that this is something that should be recognized and it should have been recognized for years and years. There's two types of caregivers. One type of caregiver chooses the role, and that's a, that's a much more rare situation where somebody takes on the caregiver role when they didn't have to. And, in fact, Bernadette falls in that category because she, she knew I had Parkinson's for 10 years when we decided to get married. The other type of caregiver is somebody who um, doesn't have a choice in the situation, whether it's a family member or, um, or a professional caregiver, and they should be recognized. Um, very often when you are diagnosed with an illness like my Parkinson's, I didn't actually say to the neurologist, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you diagnosing me with Parkinson's. It was important that it happened and that I could get, get going on you know, improve my lifestyle and improve my quality of life. But um, I didn't say thank you to that person, um, but they need to know that they're appreciated. And by designating November National Caregivers Month, I think uh, it recognizes the contribution that caregivers give to, to, to the care receiver and puts the focus on the caregiver. And that's real important because they're an important part of the whole relationship and the whole uh, situation. I have a rather personal question I want to ask 
each of you, John, I've known you now for a number of years, but for the first time in Cincinnati at the 2012 Parkinson's Recovery Summit, I had the delightful opportunity to meet uh, Bernadette. And I must report back to you that you are truly a model couple, might I say, two lovebirds. What are your secrets? So, Bernadette, let me ask you first, what are your secrets? Well, I think in any relationship, it's important to hear what each other's needs are and to try and fulfill them for the best that that you can. And then secondly, it's important to take care of your own personal needs because that makes you also a better person. Um, I think that's the secret of love. If you really take care of yourself and and have that... um, a discipline to to make sure that you're doing well mentally, physically. Um, I think it's it's easy to take care of the person that's with you and when they fall short and, and carry them when they need you the most. And John, how about you? Well, I think it all starts with love. There has to be a, a special kind of love between you between each of you to be a special relationship. And um, it's sometimes difficult to communicate. Communication, we're both strong personalities, both um, are leaders, and sometimes uh, it's, it's hard to take the leadership role or the following role um, so, that, so that each person feels like they're a part of the, of the overall plan. Um, but we've only been married for nine months now, and uh, over time we'll, we'll understand and, and move into the roles so that there's more consistency. Um, right now, we, we we have a very special relationship, and we'll continue to have a special relationship, and I only see it getting deeper and deeper. John, let listeners know all about your incredible story. My 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 thought of Parkinson's is, is an old person's disease. It's not something that you get when you're young, with the exception of someone like Michael J. Fox. But what I learned was that there are young onset or early onset Parkinson's people, and I happen to be one of them. My first thought was I wasn't supposed to get sick. I was living large as a prominent attorney, a profession I loved, and was forced to reinvent myself. As my practice wound down, I used the extra time to contribute to a book called Roadmap to Success with famous Deepak Chopra. And then I went ahead and wrote my own book. It's called Decide Success. It provides insights not just on living life to the fullest of Parkinson's or any other life-changing illness, but one that would help students and young professionals. It was also written for those experiencing a different kind of life-changing event, like loss of job, loss of a loved one, changing a relationship, and especially becoming a care partner to someone with a life-changing illness or injury. The book's entitled Decide Success, with a tongue-in-cheek subtitle of You Ain't Dead Yet. And, in fact, you can get an autographed copy. It's available at johnbaumann.com or go to Amazon to get it. So I found myself in in a situation where I needed to to still earn a living being only 41 years old, and I used some unexpected extra time to give inspirational talks and teach at U of L. In 2011, I realized I was spending so much time and energy doing things for others that I was neglecting my own health. And I came to the revelation that my primary job was to stay as healthy as I can for as long as I can with the best quality of life possible. So I went ahead and cut back on my college teaching schedule and went on to work on John Bauman. 
I realized that the success principles that I write about in my books, I wasn't applying to myself. The way I look at it, whether you're a student, a young professional, or someone with a life-changing event, the same 12 principles apply, and those are the principles I wrote about in my book. I went ahead and hired a personal trainer to get more focused on um, more focused on my own health and started doing 45-minute to one-hour inspirational speaking engagements, which, interestingly, ends up providing more joy and inspiration than they, they cost in my fatigue afterward. The next thing that happened was unexpected and somewhat of a miracle. Ah, and let's let Bernadette tell the rest of the story. Well, it is um, quite a fairy tale. I did meet John in Virgin Islands, where I was living at the time, um, at a time when I, I really had no interest in meeting anyone or to get serious with anyone um, for the most part. And I was I was really enjoying my life living in the islands and the beaches and doing most of the water sports there. Um, I've always been a strong person. After losing my brother to a terminal illness at 16, I've always been able to maintain a positive attitude, and eventually I realized that everything does happen for the best. So I came across John. He was at a convention there, and um, I came across John, and he asked me at dinner if I would show him around the island. And I said yes, and after spending um, some time with him, I realized, wow, this guy's really special. There aren't many people um, that really get it and, and, and can really, um, you know, have an amazing story the way that he does and have such a positive attitude about it. So together I thought, what a great team. We could be involved in a lot of Parkinson's events and stay positive-minded and consider ourselves a, a, a couple that is in conjunction with a healthy lifestyle, which is what I've always been seeking my whole life. So... Um, it's absolutely the quality of of our life and how we met and how we still remain in love and, and live our lives daily. Did you happen to know of John's condition when you met and married him? Well, that was one of the first things that he told me, and I guess that's the usual response. Oh, that's that Michael J. Fox disease? So um, I really knew of it, um, but as I... Uh, and when he told me, I feverishly began studying and learning. And, of course, you can never stop learning about Parkinson's because it is such a, a, a diverse disease with different types of symptoms and, and, and different um, conditions. So I really just started concentrating on John and what I was seeing through his symptoms and, and through health and and um, nutrition, um, I started seeing a difference. And through exercise, I started seeing a, reg a regression in all of his symptoms. Um, he became stronger, leaner, better, faster. Um, it was just an, an amazing thing. And that was just within the first six or eight weeks of us being together. So I thought, wow, if, if he just shows up, this is cake. And um, the Parkinson's part I can handle. Uh, um, it would be like anyone having any other illness that, that, you know, truly might be incurable, that it, you would have to try to find a way to, to work it out together if you're in love. And um, we certainly have done that. I understand that you've been all over the place. Phoenix, Alaska, New York, Miami, Houston, Birmingham, Tulsa, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Burlington, St. Louis, and, and of course, Louisville. Yes, we have. Together, 
um, separately, we both have done some world traveling. That was also really um, attracted to me, to John, because of understanding different cultures and seeing people in different environments. I thought was very um, eye-opening and very um, interesting about him too, because I've also traveled quite quite a, a, um, a distance around the world from from China to Europe and back. So um, we had that in common, and I think um, th- those are the types of people that are always seeking and always continually questioning what is and, and trying to see how other people live and know that we're all just the same people, just in different areas. In fact, um, this Sunday, in right outside Philadelphia in Jeffersonville, Pennsylvania, a place called Tony G's, Bernadette put together a fundraiser for Parkinson's that starts at one o'clock, and um, uh, she does these things, you know, without prompting and just has a brainstorm an idea. Wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and starts typing things out, and next thing you know, we're going to do a Philadelphia walk and book signing and. And um, you know, fundraiser. It's amazing. The last time the two of you were on the show, Bernadette was going to, as I recall, Los Angeles to run a marathon. Right, the San Francisco Half Marathon. Oh, which yes. I might say I, I did quite well. My time was two hours and eleven minutes for thirteen point one miles, um, which is a really good time for me. And um, it was cold, rainy, and there were fifteen thousand. Crazy people at 5.30 in the morning all lined up and ready to go. And um, I'll tell you, when I crossed that finish line, it was one of the most amazing experiences because I knew that I could run 13 miles, but it was more about the, the team Parkinson's and doing it for them and, and doing it for my husband. And, you know, it's amazing what motivates people and how, how people can make a difference in other people's lives, and they, they just fade into the, into the, into, into the background. And you don't even get to know their names. Bernadette uh, wasn't used to running in the cold. In San Francisco at 5:30 in the morning is cold, no matter what month it is. Um, and around the 11th mile, she started to she started to, to to waver. And someone came up to her and said, "You're almost done. You're almost there." And it inspired her and motivated her. And uh, this person remains nameless to this day, but made a real difference in, in her life. And that's what I'm trying to do with my inspirational talks, and Bernadette joins me in these talks now, where I'm trying to inspire people. If you, they don't have to remember me. They don't have to remember her. But if our message gets across to them, a message of hope, a message of uh, you, you ain't dead yet, as I say in my book, a message of um, staying positive, good attitude, living life to the making sure you maintain your quality of life, exercise, eat right. I can tell you this. And this is just the most amazing thing I could ever say. I am healthier now with Parkinson's physically than I was before I had Parkinson's. Let me let that sink in. I am healthier physically now with Parkinson's than, than I was before I had Parkinson's. That's an amazing statement, John. How exciting. I've got a question for you, John. How can people show appreciation to their care partners? Sometimes we forget to do this, and sometimes we forget to tell our care partners how much we appreciate them. Um, one of the benefits, and I, I, I actually have a website called Silver Lining of Parkinson's. There is a silver lining to every dark cloud, 
And make no mistake about it, Parkinson's, as we all know, is a dark cloud. It's not uh, something I would wish on my worst enemy. But the silver lining is there's always, there's always things you can see if you look at the positive. In fact, I, 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 thought of, I thought of something the other day, that a glass is not half full or half empty. A glass is full, always. There's three types of elements in the world. There's solids, maybe you have ice in the glass. There's liquid, maybe you have water in the glass, and there's air. So all glasses are actually full, no matter whether, whether there's liquid or solid in there or not. And that's one, one new way to look at life, that, that there's always benefits. One of the benefits, one of the major benefits that I came up with for having Parkinson's is when, when, you, when you have a loving relationship with, let's say, your parents, you end the phone call with, I love you. And it means something, and it's important to do that, or your children or your aunts or uncles or whoever your family member is. When you have Parkinson's or any sort of a life-changing event, the, the family care partner or caregiver has the opportunity to show that they do care and love you. And in, in other words, that they it's not just words. They can demonstrate their love for you. That's an amazing thing, and that's a wonderful benefit to having Parkinson's, if there ever was one. Bernadette, what is it like living with a husband who has Parkinson's disease symptoms? Well, it's definitely a mixed bag. I can say that. Um, that some days are, are great, and some days aren't so great. And I, I am um, aware of that. I, I do constantly watch John um, at different times, whether he's working and making sure he's not overworking. He tends to go into what I call poltergeist. He sits in front of his computer for hours and hours and hours. I'm afraid Carol Ann is going to come through and take him, take him all away. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I try to make sure, you know, that uh, he eats every three and a half hours or so. So I keep, it, you know, his energy and his blood levels and all that good stuff, you know, um, all normal and leveled out with with the nutritional part. And then mentally sometimes, you know, he has a little bit of a, a pinball effect where he's not focusing and he's kind of doing a hundred things and not really doing anything. And, and I remind him that, you know, slow down. It's okay to take a nap. It's okay. You're burning the candle at both ends. So I try to take care of him that way. Um, besides that, John's really easy to take care of. He, he's um, he's a very independent man, as you know him for as many years as you have. He's really strong, and um, he's really intelligent, and I'm honored to be his wife. Robert, what I um, lovingly call Bernadette is the drill sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm you know, watching it. <laughs> when, when I don't eat, I hear about it because sometimes I don't feel like eating. And when I don't, when and every day it's what what time are we exercising? What time are we exercising? What are we doing? We just took up boxing, fitness bags, and it's it's a wonderful way to 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 to, to exercise. And we took up kettlebells. We have a core fitness class. Uh, we didn't start with this. Obviously, we started real slow. We started with uh, an elliptical machine that I would I would go on for 45 minutes a day, 
and then we moved to a spin bike, and then we moved to to doing more more strenuous activity. So I didn't do anything to hurt myself, but I was able to what what I call get out of my comfort zone a little bit at a time. Well, John, what is it really like living with the symptoms of Parkinson's disease? Um, quite frankly, uh, as much as I keep a positive attitude, as I said, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I um, I love being a lawyer. I love being a lawyer, and I love being able to support my family without any difficulty. And now I'm in a situation where I'm relying to some degree on my retirement fund, 52 years old, and that's scary. That's something that's real scary. Um, I'm hoping that that my talks bring insight, bring um, positiveness, bring uh, energy to their people, and and I'm hoping that I start hearing from some some companies, some organizations, and that there that it allows me to 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 not dip into retirement funds in order to survive. Um, so it's. You know, it's not it's not the way I plan out my life, and it, no one no one really plans out their life to get a uh, neurologic degenerative progressive disease. But it's it's what it's what it is, and you got to accept what is, and do the best you can with it, and improve your quality as, as best you can. And I'm really hopeful that people listen to this program recognize the fact that I can I can help any sort of a group, any sort of a company department, any sort of a, whether it's healthcare or, any, or regular business, and let me bring some of my success skills, some of my decide success skills to, the, to their company and their, and their organization. Um, that's, that's where I am with my life. Both you and Bernadette will also be presenting a workshop where you'll be telling all of your secrets at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe in February. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. it. It'll be exciting for everyone to connect with both of you and to learn more about the incredible work that both of you are doing. It's really a remarkable story of recovery. John, you sound so vibrant. It's just absolutely staggering to me. You wait, recognize you, it. Wait till you see me. I mean, I've lost about 30 pounds and not, not 30 pounds of bad lost weight because sometimes Parkinson's people lose weight without intending to and it's not good for them. I've, I've gained muscle. In fact, I have an ab. I actually saw an ab the other day. <laughs> God, that's great. <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> I'm working on more. Oh. And I can't do all the exercises the other people can do. I mean, I have Parkinson's. But I, I do the best I can and that's important. And I want to I congratulate you, Robert, on um, putting together these, these uh, symposiums. I missed the first one in Seattle. Um, because I had a conflict, but I went to the one in Cincinnati, and it was it was eye-opening. The, the, the many alternatives to just the traditional medicine that's out there to just popping pills. Um, well, speaking per- speaking personally, it's the most delightful thing I do all year long, John. It really is an amazing experience for all of us who convene together at the same place at the same time. And I love the Parkinson's community. I love meeting caregivers. Um, you know, they're just such amazing people. Um, when you get together with a group of people who are not having complaint sessions but are having success sessions, 
that's what we're talking about. That's that's the positive attitude that, that I that I that I speak on. That you you can have success sessions. You can have you can have positive influence. You don't have to just complain. We've covered a number of different poignant topics during this discussion. What's the one thing, Bernadette, that you would like people to remember about this particular show? Well, it necessary caregivers month. Amazing is to self first. You really have to take time out of your day, half time out of your week, whatever your schedule allows, to take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit. Um, it's really hard to um, be a caregiver to that person that you love so much without you being fully there. So being National Caregivers Month, I'd like to um, say um, that for the most part is to just really concentrate on yourself and, and do things that you enjoy doing. You know, you're not just, like John says, I'm not just the person with Parkinson's, or I'm just not just a caregiver. I am Bernadette, and I, I always was, and I have my own interests and my own specialties that I enjoy doing. So that would be the one thing I, I would um, say about this, um, this talk show today. John Bowman, what's the one thing you would want to make sure people remember about this show today? Well, I think the the the, the team that we've formed and that, that bottom line, we're both going to continue to live the most positive, joyful, wonderful, vivacious, energetic, in the moment, healthy, active, enjoyable, passionate, stress-free, serene, social, purposeful, spiritual life that we possibly can. And I'll have I'll have Bernadette say that, say this with me together because this is a phrase that we like to use. You, I'd like to say, well, you can always find us on the corner of healthy, healthy happy, happy, and hopeful. And hopeful feet. Feet. <laughs> John and Bernadette, thank you so much for being with us on the show today. And let me tell you where you can get my books. I have several books. I have a new one that just came out. Can I t- tell oh, you yeah. Yeah, tell us about your new book. Okay. My website uh, is easy to remember now because it's johnbauman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-U-M-A-N-N. Um, my Decide Success book, if you want an autographed copy, you can buy it through my website, and I'll send you an autographed copy. Um, if you want to buy it through Amazon, you can buy it through Amazon. You can buy it kin- in a Kindle form through Amazon. And I'm just coming out next week with an audiobook version because I feel like a lot of people don't have the time to read and they'd rather listen to um, listen to an audiobook version. And it's, it's very well done. The narrator did a great job. Secondly, I have a r- book called Roadmap to, S- to Success with Deepak Chopra, as I mentioned, and that can be bought through my website. It has 17 different people's version on how to be successful in various areas of of life. And the book that's coming out next week is called CSI, Courageous Stories of Inspiration. Ann Jillian, Dave Drabeck, um, and several others, including myself, contributed chapters to it to discuss, you know, what we consider courageous stories of inspiration. All those books are available on my website, and, and you decide success books available at, at Amazon.com. I also have some CD, a CD and a couple DVDs also on my website. So it's John Bauman, J-O-H-N-B-A-U-M-A-N-N.com, and you can reach me at email is johndecidesuccess at gmail.com. 
One more time, John, the name of your website spelled really slowly this time. J-O-H-N-B-A-U-M-A-N-N dot C-O-M. Well, your work is absolutely remarkable, and I know many people are excited about attending your workshop in Santa Fe, New Mexico in February. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again, Robert. And thank you for being the guest today. I look forward to seeing both of you soon. Say the Puget Sound thing. Let me hear it. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you are listening to this conversation today with John and Bernadette Bowman, that you are indeed on the road to recovery, as are they. <laughs>